Welcome to episode 20 of the Don't Be Useless podcast. I am so excited to hit the milestone of 20. Guys, we did it. We have made it to 20. I can't go any further in this podcast before I say thank you. My faithfuls, my loyals out there, I see you because you of all people know how this podcast has evolved in 20 episodes. I don't sound the same. I don't Uh, I think execute the podcast the same uh, since the first one. Hopefully you guys can hear me coming into my own um, and really getting clarity as to how this thing should flow. So I'm so excited to have this episode and I cannot wait to talk about self-doubt. But before I do that, I'm also going to talk about uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I mean, the biggest news, I think, uh, this week. So we're going to jump into that. Are y'all ready? Let's go. Everything God gave you. You can do it. Bro, let's go. I know you're better than this. Be everything God made you to be. Don't quit. Don't be useless with Priscilla B. So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle decide to leave England and head over to the United States for what is being reported as one of the biggest transitions away from royalty in over a hundred years. So there is a major legacy that is, um, I wouldn't say it's in jeopardy, but it is definitely there's a risk there. Uh, a few of them, and let me break it down to you. So one of the risks um, that I thought of when I heard about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepping away from their royalty duties, um, their British royalty duties, and spending most of their time in America, which is where his new bride and also new mother of his child, uh, Meghan Markle, is from. She's from the United States, so they're heading over here. Well, something that was a part of the reporting was that they wanted to establish independent finances. Now, I'm sitting here thinking, what? (laughs) Are you telling me you have to leave the country to do this? What is going on? Now, I'm one real, real talk. I don't need to know none of their business. I am not personally impacted by your choice. At least I don't think I am. Okay. So when I hear this and people are just in an uproar, I'm thinking, are you of British lineage? Like what is, what is your connection? What is the big deal? But I do recognize there is just an obsession with like royalty and princesses and all of this. So I get it. But Meghan Markle uh, being newly married uh, to Prince Harry is something that he's getting a lot of props from. Definitely in the black community is how he is holding down his wife. Um, Meghan Markle is half African-American. And so there is just almost a a beauty in their relationship to of seeing him marry a commoner, as they would say, or someone who was not of royal blood. Now, one of the risks is the simple fact that you want to establish your own money. I'm like, you have cut off. I don't even know what they get paid. I don't even know how things are funded, (laughs) but that is some serious, you know, love. You have walked away from royalty for, and what's being speculated is for your wife. 
I do recognize that there's a lot of conversation around Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle, who before she was married to Prince Harry was really involved in the community and advocating for women and things like that. And she gets beat up so much by the the British media. From what I understand, guys, it is definitely not a good feeling to feel like everyone hates you and her being put in a bubble and away from everything she knows. I know that's very difficult for her, um, but the money part is a real is a real thing. So I'm really hoping that they are able to establish it. But there is high risk in leaving that royalty dollar. OK, um, I did hear that she has uh, potentially signed a voiceover role in a Disney movie. So I really hope that's true. I hope that they are really on their way to having their finances locked in. And I would imagine that they wouldn't come over here if they didn't have some cooking. You know what I mean? Like you work some channel, you got something cooking and you're coming to something. You know what I mean? I just, you know, I just feel like they're wise enough to have something in the pot. Now, another risk that this does pose of them leaving England and coming over to the United States is security, y'all. Like they are heavily guarded and protected in um, um, in England. And then for them to come to United States, I'm really, really hoping that they have a strong security team. Like there is still protection for them um, while they are here. And I don't know if they're going to be in the New York area. They definitely need protection. <laughs> no knock to New York, but I'm just saying like the image of it in my mind is gosh, Come on, you know, so I hope that that's a major part of it. I would imagine for Megan, yes, this is something she would want, but I don't know. Now, I really, really hope that as they kind of establish themselves outside of the royal family, that it does make them closer. Guys, I want nothing more than for them to have a thriving marriage and relationship. I say that also knowing that Prince Harry lost his mother princess diana to the paparazzi right so if the paparazzi is like you know tearing down his wife and making her feel some type of way that's probably a sensitive area for him um so i really pray that they are able to draw closer in this time no matter what's going on with them so much love to them both and y'all know we be watching the story it comes up everywhere what they're doing you don't even gotta look for it you know what i mean it, it'll just come hit you how do y'all feel about the situation are you into the royals are you not into the royals i'm just so curious about that um i may throw it up on my ig page just depends you know it depends on the day this past week i had two sick kids Fevers started on Tuesday and they were popping in and out all the way through Sunday today, which is when I'm recording this podcast to have for you first thing in the morning. So guys, it has been a week trying to get things out, hit, you know, just certain deliverables. And I'm like, I don't even need to look for it. The news just hits me right in the face. So I'm sure it does for you. But let's talk about it more on IG at it's Priscilla. No, it's it's underscore Priscilla B. All right, let's get into our next topic. So let's really tackle self-doubt today. I dropped a YouTube video uh, today specifically about self-doubt and I've been enjoying my time back on YouTube, y'all. I've been on and off of YouTube for the past six years. It has been a long run, um, but... This week, I'm really focusing on self-doubt. It's one of the topics that you guys have said 
um, through social media and other channels that this is something that a lot of you struggle with. So I want to tackle it in a couple different ways in a couple different places. So YouTube, this podcast is uh, just two of those ways. So before we get started, let's just address what doubt actually is. This is uh, to me, and this is my own definition, it is more of a lack of confidence. Um, self-doubt means that you have a disbelief that you can do something, that you can reach a goal, accomplish something, that you can start or have the courage to stop something you should. But doubt in and of itself is a negative thing because it says where your faith should be or your confidence should be, it is not. Now, self-doubt, of course, says, I believe I'm the problem. Self-doubt, I don't have confidence in me. I don't believe I have the courage. I don't believe I have the strength. And so with that, I want to begin by saying, girl, you in good company. (laughs) You are in good company. There's not a person alive that has never dealt with not feeling like they have what it takes. They're nervous about doing something new or whatever it may be. But self-doubt is a normal thing. So I love to use the Bible as a reference. I think it's one of the best referees out there when it comes to moral standards and life and just spirit, all things spiritual. So I immediately jotted down. A, well, when I knew I would talk to you guys, I immediately jotted down a quick list. Hey, here are the first couple of doubters in the Bible that came to mind. And this is all about us being in good company. So first, Abram's wife. Okay, so God told Abraham, hey, yep, you in your 90s, you still about to have a kid. His wife overheard this conversation between Abraham and God and uh, or Abram and God and Sarah, his wife, laughed, y'all. She laughed. She was like, oh, who with who? (laughs) She laughed. She was like, no way. Another doubter is Moses. Moses, the ex-convict who had started a new life in a whole nother country, who was a stuttering ex-convict at that. And he has a conversation with God and God tells him, you about to go back to Egypt. You about to face everything you have seen, dealt with, everything that you know is happening wrong. I'm going to use you to make it right. Moses was like, uh-uh. Yeah, no, I'm paraphrasing. But Moses had no confidence immediately. And God said, you tell them I am that I am. Another doubter is Gideon. Gideon was like, um, I'm sorry. I need you to, you know, make this fleece wet. Okay. And everything around it dry. Then I know you may really mean what you asking me to do. He came back. It was so the next morning. Then what he do? He said, okay, I need you to reverse this. I need you to make the cloth dry and everything around it wet. Then I know you mean business. Y'all people been playing games with God. <laughs> for a long time he's so gracious and patient but there are so many folks that have doubted whenever they knew there was something that they needed to do now the people I named were given big things right these were practically miracles that they would need to perform in God's name but it's no different for whatever you have been called or purpose to do in God's name. And I say in God's name because you are his child. You are called by him to be to do. There is something in your heart. Something that you desire to see from yourself. And you can't shake it. But sometimes 
we feel like we're not qualified to do it. The things I'm going to share with you are, uh, you can definitely check out the YouTube video, but there's a couple things that I'm going to share that I did not include in that video because I got to have something special for my, my Don't Be Useless fam, specifically for the podcast. First thing is make sure that you're in the right season to actually do the thing that you feel purpose to do in your heart. Sometimes self-doubt is created because really we're just out of, the timing isn't right. And so out of really in the wrong timing, we start to compare what somebody else is doing, where how far somebody else is. And in doing that, we feel like, oh man, well, maybe I can't start my thing. I, I shouldn't do this. Or maybe I, you know, don't have what it takes to do one, two or three, or I shouldn't change jobs because I'm this age or I've gone through this thing. So there's so many things that try to creep in specifically because maybe the timing is wrong. So for them, yeah, they're doing this or doing that. But for you, you're in the research stage. You are still in the the beginning. You should not be where they are. They have a completely different journey than you, a completely different aim or goal to hit because God speaks to all of us individually. So to see how great somebody is, does not and should not, I'll say we cannot let it make us feel as if we are not good enough to do what we are purposed to do. The purpose doesn't change because somebody else is hot, because somebody else is popping. It, do, it doesn't change. We have to stay true to what God has purposed us to do. But let's make sure our timing is right. What season are you in? I actually talk about seasons in another podcast, but know the season you're in. It will bring you so much peace. You know, I think about even in in knowing what I'm purposed to do in this world. And y'all, I could easily have self-doubt simply because someone in the same, I would say, area um, of spiritual growth and empowering folks and helping folks use their God-given gifts is Priscilla Shire. Y'all, we have the same name. (laughs) We have the same name. I could literally be like, oh, no room for me. There is someone with my same name who is stellar. When I say this, Priscilla Shire is fire. She drops that word. I mean, you don't even see it coming. She is excellent. Y'all, that has nothing to do with me besides being inspired by her. Nothing to do with me. What I'm supposed to be doing and who is called, um, who I'm called to reach is not impacted by what she's doing. And also I have to say this too. And of course she's at, I mean, a massive scale. Of course, there's no comparison at this point. But I will say this, guys, let's make sure that we are not um, devaluing our gifts because we see someone else shining. Again, What's purpose for you is for you. I want to make sure you don't have any doubt because you're afraid that God does not hear your prayers. Sometimes we have doubt that we're able to or ready or can take on something because we just don't feel like God is with us. We feel far away from him. We feel like he does not hear us. And I don't want you to walk around with this feeling of an absence from God. God says clearly that if you ask him to forgive you, your sins are forgiven. So that should eradicate 
that or I'm sorry, that should get rid of or eradicate guilt if you truly believe it and you truly accept it. Okay. Sometimes that's the hardest part. But you can do it if you really start to lock into who God says you are, not who you think you are and who your circumstances try to tell you that you are. But I want you to really grasp the fact that one, God loves you and he does hear you when you speak to him. You're not going to get goosebumps every time. And there are times where you may ask him for something like you got a code and you're like, God, heal me of this code. And you wake up and you still got a code and you're like, okay, is God hearing me or what? Yeah, he heard you. And there's other factors in there, faith, um, and all these other things. I don't have time to go into those things, but there's so many other things, but God is still listening. But something that he has said multiple times in the Bible is that his plans are higher than ours. He said that he has a plan for us. He has a hope for us. He has things for us that we can't even uh, explain or understand. Everything works out to a good for all of us, all of us. So make sure that you don't, you don't start to walk in this feeling that God is not with you or God does not love you or God does not hear you. Because of a bad situation or something you've been dealing with or whatever the the negative thing that may be existing in your life or in your mind that's telling you that he's not listening. God is listening and he does hear you. So don't walk around feeling like doubting yourself in your whole relationship with God or your connection with him. Keep talking. Keep speaking to him. Keep saying his word. Keep doing what you know to do. Sometimes when you're called into something new, different, or you need the courage to stop something that you're doing, you could feel like you'd be fake to do it or that you are, as they say, an imposter in a new space. For example, if you're in a relationship and you need to relieve that, you need to leave that relationship because it's toxic. It's not helping you go in the direction you need to. Uh, If you stop the relationship and you tell the person, hey, here's why I have to stop. They may say, what are you talking about? We've been dating for this long. You've been this person all this time. You fake. What are you talking about? Right. So you could catch heat from someone who feels like, oh, you're just being fake because they know you still have the same behavior, you still act the same way, all these things, even though you're on your way somewhere. And that's half the problem. They can't see that you're on your way somewhere. So you have to cut ties. And so you don't want to feel fake. And sometimes just that doubt in general, because it's there, we keep going or staying in something that we are supposed to cut. It's not supposed to be a part of our life anymore. Don't doubt that you should cut it. Don't Don't doubt it. Do what you know to do in your heart. You stay strong to it and you know the results will work out, especially if you are committed and you got God with you. You're like, you're not leaving him out. You're talking to him. He's with you. Keep going. But for some of us, we also can feel fake when we're trying to start something new. I have, as I mentioned, um, been on YouTube on and off for six years. Coming back into the YouTube space felt like I was an imposter. Y'all, YouTube has blown up so much in these six years. It is insane. And as a creator, 
going into this space, I see so many names and so many channels. Y'all, back in the day, it wasn't like this. <laughs> there was just a handful, especially of black creators. It was just a handful in certain areas. It was not crazy the way it is right now. So coming back was intimidating and I could feel like I'm an imposter, like this space belongs to someone else, or I can step back into that thing in the truth and certainty of what I know I'm supposed to be doing and let everything else fall where it may, because most of it would just be in my mind. Those people ain't been waiting on me to pop up on YouTube and no one's tapping their foot. <laughs> they move on to other people creating that can also help them do, do great in life and be better. Great. That's another reason why we don't compare purpose because we need more than one person, right? They need a variety. People, we, we all need a variety. Anyway, so also with podcasts, same thing. Me starting a podcast, y'all, I've never done this before. I researched it. I got the equipment. I did what I thought I needed to do to get this thing going. I had to learn how to edit this stuff. All of this, it was brand new, but I knew I was supposed to put a voice out there in the podcast space. And then I gave myself a goal. Okay, I'm going for 10, 10 podcasts, meaning I'm not going for a certain amount of listeners or a certain amount of followers or feedback. I am going or not feedback, but you know what I mean? I am going on there to hit my goal of 10. One of the ways that I removed the doubt in coming into this space is having an agreement with God and not caring what anybody else thought. Father is me and you. My goal is 10. Does that feel good? Yep, it felt good in me. Hit the 10. That's, I'm locking in. We're going to 10 episodes. And then after I hit 10, I was so excited. No big celebration, but just within myself, like, yes. And then I kept going, kept showing up. Okay, well, today I had 20. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, we hit 20 episodes. This is amazing, right? So now I'm at 20. What's my next goal? My next goal, I want 50 episodes. I want 50 podcast episodes and I want a season two. There's some fresh topics and things that I really want to dive into, but I don't have a piece with the timing of season two yet. So I'm still rolling in season one, but eventually I will get there. So I am removing self-doubt by simply having an agreement with God on the thing and just pressing forward toward the mark on that particular thing. Do y'all see what I'm saying? So whatever it is that you are doubtful or don't have enough courage to start, may I challenge you to do the same. Get your goal agreement with God. Like, Father, this is what I'm, this is what I'm feeling inside that I should, shoot for this or I should do nothing I should be waiting whatever that commitment is and don't be intimidated or doubt yourself in any other way it's between you and him remove all the other baggage and all the other thoughts that can try to contaminate what you are purpose to do and where you are going in life y'all feel me a couple other things that I mentioned on the pod, on the YouTube video was about putting too much confidence in yourself. So make sure you check it out. And I also reminded, reminded everyone that mistakes are a part of your process. Sis, bro, you have to accept 
that mistakes are going to happen. You are not going to have a flawless delivery. You're not going to have times where, you know, you just knocked it out of park when you started and you haven't fumbled. You will fumble. Okay. It's a part of it. We are human. We are fallible. This is a fallen world. It's going to happen. Accept that mistakes are a part of it. Make sure you are keeping a balance and not putting so much confidence in yourself. I don't want you to feel fake. I don't want you to feel like you're an imposter. You commit to what you need to do and you keep pushing and you want to make sure that you don't feel this disconnect from God. You, whatever it is you feel like is in the way of that, get that thing moved in Jesus name. Thanks again for joining me on the Don't Be Useless podcast. Don't be useless, fam. You already know what we are here to do. We're here to deliver on our purpose, build our confidence, and use our God-given gifts. Don't be useless. Put that gift to work. Build that confidence. And I want to see you use your God-given gifts in 2020. See you on the next episode.